Well, I mean, speaking of like the the legends, like the blowing into the Nintendo cartridge, where did that come around? I mean, it's like because you heard it at school. It's like, yeah, if you have things that you blow in it, and then it'll work. And then you're like, huh, it did work. Why? I don't know. You're not blowing dust. Like, is your spittle hitting the thing, and that's like causing a connection? What is it that blowing into the cartridge is going to do? But like, nobody knew knew about it. Like, but everybody knew about it. You didn't yeah. see it anywhere. It wasn't like an official Nintendo magazine. Yeah. Uh, they, they like Miyamoto's not like, hey, blowing the thing. <laughs> like, that's not well, how it goes. Well, and back then they had like those third party like cleaners that your mom could buy mm-hmm. and you could actually scrub the cartridges. I had I, like my Nintendo, I actually think was possessed because like it would it would mess up. And then for some reason, and don't ask me why, don't ask me why, but I associated Castlevania with, like, things holy. And so I'd put it in, and I'd pull it right back out, and any other game that I'd start it, it would never mess up. So if I had a game that was, like, messing up, like Legend of Zelda, I had a copy that, I guess it just had corroded, like, little ends on it, and I'd unplug it, I'd put uh, Castlevania in, and pull it right back out, and start Zelda, and it'd be perfectly fine. So anytime I'd be like, okay, it's time to load Castlevania, play it for a couple seconds, take it back out, put in my game, and it would load. So it was it was a weird time. That's insane. Speaking of a weird time, what's up, fandom? My name is Josh. I'm joined by Carl. Hi. So just like I need I need more energy, Carl. Can't be. I need, no. Uh, no, yes, and we're gonna be talking about the Mario Brothers movie. Heck yeah. It's not super yet. Is that, the, is that the second one? Is it going to be Super Mario? Right? This is just the Mario Brothers movie. No, you're it's right. Like Super Mario. You're right. So, th- I mean, that's perfect. That means the second one's going to be the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> if they play their cards right and they get a third, I mean, they get a second one, which I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't know either because this one, this one, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it was pretty We're, good. Spoiler heavy. We're spoiler heavy. We don't do not spoilers on this show because. Okay. Why would anybody listen to something that doesn't have spoilers? I mean, like, in this day and age, nobody cares. That is... No, that's true. Um, but yeah, so Mario Brothers. So, Carl, uh, y- you've, you've played the Marios before. Absolutely. Um, have you... I don't... Th- the only Mario I've beaten is the Super Mario Brothers on the Switch. The new Super Mario Brothers oh, on the okay. Switch. Oh, okay. That's okay. the only one. I've never beaten another okay. one before. So, have you ever beaten a Mario before? Uh, yes, I've almost, uh, let's see here. Okay, so this is called the Super Mario Bros. It is? Okay, okay, so we're wrong right there, okay. We're starting off great. That is a great <laughs> way to start off the show. Well, l- l- let me give you a little bit of background information, Josh. Like, when I was a kid, and I was born So, in when a- you were a young boy, yes. did your father take you- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, uh, I, I was young, I was born, uh, early 80s, um- as a matter of fact, I had a friend, his name was Nick, um, we went to a Chuck E. Cheese, and I was probably like, I don't know, five or six at this time, maybe even seven years old, and there was a cabinet there, and it was playing video games, and I'd never played a video game before, and it was playing uh, the Super Mario Brothers game, it was in a cabinet, and the kids were taking turns, and they were playing it, and uh, my dad was there, and he's like, hey, do you want to give that a shot, and I looked at it, because I didn't know what a video game was, but... So I was like, sure, I got up there, and I was actually so short, they actually had a little step riser, you could actually step up on it to play the arcade. And so I got up there with the joystick, and uh, and um, the game started, and I remember at that moment, as soon as I started running Mario across the screen, I fell in love with video games, and I was like, 
holy cow i want this so much and so nick had his party and nick's like yeah i've got that game at home and i was like how do you have that game at home it's in an arcade it's it's here at Chuck E. cheese and he's like no it, you can play it on nintendo and i was like what's a nintendo and he's like oh it's a console you buy and you can play the mario brothers game on it i was like oh that's awesome so i pestered my parents forever to get me a nintendo and they finally did and like that's the moment that i like became a gamer i know i'm an older gamer i'm a retro gamer actually but like that's the moment i fell in love with video games the first game i ever played was super mario brothers and it was it was awesome because like when i first made the the two things that i knew like game wise that you played was mario because like you had mario stuff and then it was silent hill mm -hmm. those are the only two ones because i'm like he plays that scary game that silent hill <laughs> game but he also plays the mario and I'm yeah like, i've played the mario so yeah like that's that's a that's a weird like because like my first experience with video games was also like an arcade cabinet okay do you remember pepperoni cafe yeah that was over by obu yep first time i ever saw an arcade cabinet was over there wow and um when you were talking about Chuck E. cheese i was like hey when's Chuck E. cheese i don't remember seeing mario at Chuck E. cheese too <laughs> uh even then it was like but i mean i obviously it was a while after that but it was mm -hmm. still like yeah they still had the mario because it's freaking mario it's yeah. like people still played it even though you could play it at home it's like kids would still play mario because you could get your name on that leaderboard absolutely that's what you wanted you wanted your name on that leaderboard. absolutely points back then that was everything mm -hmm. so yeah like I, i'm kind of the same thing i had a super nintendo growing up um i think my mom may have had a nintendo um but like it was one of those like up in the up in her closet like oh think yeah because like i got the super so it was like all right we don't need this one but we kept it um so yeah like i have yeah, the same thing like I, I would play mario um then we got the n64 and like i got out of gaming for a while and then i got back into it and now i'm buying all the retro stuff <laughs> so <laughs> um that it's it's been a it's been a fun ride um but so super the super mario brothers movie yes um the trailers were terrible yeah they left a little to be desired like the when they have like the the dude from like the the epic voice guy or whatever his name is doing that one trailer yeah. i was like this is bad like yeah. i saw that at like i think when we i think i think when i was in see avatar that one was going on and like i watched that trailer and i'm like oh i don't know if i want to see mario now like i remembered being like okay i'll go see mario I like Mario. It's Illumination. It's probably not going to be bad. Yeah. Like the whole thing with Chris Pratt's voice. It doesn't sound like Mario. And I'm like, so what's, what's the point? Well, and it was, I think that first Mario movie left a lot of bad taste in people's mouths. So the Hoskins. And yeah. The, uh, Leguizamo. Leguizamo and the Hoffman. Yeah. So I think a, a healthy amount of skepticism was due to this movie i, I mean it, it really was because of that previous movie and that mario brothers movie that was that was that was an lsd trip like i told you like i watched that one time and i think it was on upn on like a sunday afternoon the only time i've seen that mario brothers movie and i'm like never again that was just bad well and that was like that came out that was a fascinating time like really in video games because like now geek is chic so like everybody you know if you talk about oh, you play video games hey everybody plays video games mm -hmm. when i was a kid there was actually kind of like a 
stigmatism. Like, if you played video games, you were a nerd. Yeah, you were a nerd. You were, like, yeah. shut in in a basement yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked my parents to go see the Mario Brothers movie back when I was a kid. And I was doubly shamed because it's like, oh, okay, you know, we're going to go see a movie about a video game. And then I was ashamed walking out of the theater because of that movie. I was like, that was bad. It's like, people are going to see me walking out of Mario Brothers and think less of me for walking out of Mario Brothers. Um, but no, yeah, this one, um, again, I, I don't think the trailers were anything good at all. No. We will read the IMDb like we do with all movies. We're going to read the IMDb synopsis. Um, the story of the Super Mario Bros on their journey through the Mushroom Kingdom. Not technically wrong. Not, no. techni not technically right, but not technically wrong. Like, I, one of them doesn't really journey the entire time, which is, I really, I think my one complaint about this film, again, this is a spoiler episode, we're going to talk spoilers. My biggest thing about the film that I was not a big fan of was there was not a lot of Luigi, and he's the one that I play as, like, when we play the su new Super Mario Brothers Deluxe okay. on the Switch. Like, Gavin wanted to be Mario, uh, Charlie was Peach, and I was Green Mario which is why I had Luigi. He would just be Green Mario the entire time. Um, so yeah, I loved being Green Mario too. Mario? Uh, Mario. Because um, I would make him, because like, I do like whenever like you hold that run button down and they yeah. put the arms behind that, yeah. I would do that and I would say Naruto and I would like yell it and as he was running, so he would like Naruto <laughs> run. Um, but I loved playing as Green Mario. Mm -hmm. and uh, So like I love Green Mario and I love Toad. And if you want to get through a level... In that and it's really hard and you're having a lot of uh, a big amount of difficulty go nab it because yep you <laughs> absolutely it's like all it's like like when you're in rainbow like not not rainbow road like the star road and you're mm -hmm. like shoot this is the last one that we have to beat i don't know how we do this nab it just nab it because nab it'll just stand there and nab it won't die yeah. unless nab it falls off the map that's the only time nab it will die um but yeah like so i would yeah i loved grimara and like he doesn't have a lot to do in this movie no no he does not and he that was captured and at the end he holds the the thing for a little bit and saves spike i guess from the shy guys yeah that's basically all he does and he punches bowser a couple times that's it which is sad well and that's i couldn't tell whether they were trying to take that from the games because really earlier in the games and i'm sure even like the really the newer games like luigi was not kind of popular as a matter of fact i i just know this because like you know i grew up playing these games and had nintendo power and like i believe luigi's the older brother like mario's younger than luigi i think he is too. yeah yeah but it's weird because you know he's taller you know like he's older than mario but like in the games he's always player two and i thought maybe in this movie they kind of hinted at that but i didn't i didn't know uh, they did a thing like when when he's in the the uh, the lava world or the lava section, mm -hmm. and uh, they they almost do like a Luigi's Mansion yes thing, and I'm like maybe they're hinting like that would because like he does kind of look forlornly at the castle as yeah. the shy guys are taking him out, so I'm wondering if maybe he's gonna go back and that'll be like the second movie or maybe a third. Movie. I don't I don't know how many movies they'll do. Um, I would like for like a Luigi centric movie yeah. to happen. Like, what if we flip the script? What if Mario gets captured this time? Mario and Peach will just say, or Mario, like Peach gets captured and Mario goes to save her, but it was a trap and Mario gets captured as well. Now it's up to Luigi. 
and maybe then you can bring in Daisy. Yeah. Or or uh, Elsa. Well, <laughs> Rosalina. Yeah. Well, it, well, and you know you bring Goth's, up so- uh, hot goth GF uh, Elsa with the hair over her. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and what was so great about this movie, you know, like like for me was just all the content that was mm-hmm. in it that if you didn't grow up like playing Mario you'd miss it and honestly you're not out the movie it doesn't yeah. it, but there's a lot of content that was hidden inside the movie there's so that many was, easter eggs oh yeah. no it, it, this was a movie like i like honestly this was a movie that was made for my generation because the soundtrack was uh from the 80s like the references that were in the movie that you could see like like and i'm sure you probably got it like when luigi's cell phone went off that was the gamecube startup Mm -hmm. i was like that's freaking awesome and like spike is from wrecking crew which i never played that game but that was a game i know it's got mario in it like the donkey kong cabinet that was in the punch out restaurant like it had like the jump man yeah jump man which that's mario's name jump man from donkey kong like i'm really seeing Did you notice the name of the pizzeria uh what was it it's punch out that's yeah that's right that's why they and they got the punch out guys on yeah. the like all of the punch out people are on the wall there yeah um the uh on the donkey kong crew uh well in 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 the mushroom kingdom there's uh like they go through that thing and they're like the retro store and it's like oh how do you get this or they just got a blow on it like the cartridge <laughs> thing which i thought was great um then in the donkey kong world there's uh are those Donkey Kong dudes in anything? Because, like, they look like, like, 80s, like... Yeah, I... Like, hairband yeah. dudes. But, like, one of them had, like, a 64, yeah. like, on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that's good. That's good yeah. right there. Well, and if you noticed, like, I don't know how well, how well-versed you are in, like, Donkey Kong Country, None. which was with the Super Nintendo. I know that Diddy and... Not Daisy, not Diddy and... Diddy and... Dixie yeah, Dixie are... Kong. A couple, and that's the only thing. Yeah. And he, like, what? She's a chimp, and he's a chimpanzee, I guess. Uh, what, what is she then? I thought they were different. Oh, he's a he's a spider monkey. That's right. And she's a chimpanzee, and I'm like, love. And <laughs> Cranky Kong is actually the grandfather, the grandfather. That's actually like in Donkey Kong Country. Dead? But what I know, I think he is. That's like the grandma's like dead, and you're like, yeah, what the heck, Donkey Kong. But like when they walked up to the to the doors or the gates of this Kong Kingdom. Um, I actually noticed that was actually one of the songs from Donkey Kong Country. Apparently, what there was supposed to be like a like a like a Donkey Kong Country tune or whatever that was supposed to be in that uh, like the the race scene. Oh, okay. Like like maybe there's like a Donkey Kong or something like there was supposed to be like a Donkey Kong thing that was gonna play throughout instead of take on me it was going to be that and apparently it was in the and it may still be on like the soundtrack it just was not in the movie oh okay but a dude on twitter went and he took that and it was like and literally it syncs perfectly up with the scene that's and he's like this is what it was gonna be and it would have been really cool but i'm guessing that halfway through the movie um they were like we need to change the like the the video game music is a little bit too much Mm -hmm. let's throw some actual Uh, you know some like 80s music in here because what is it is it universal yeah yeah so it's like you got the universal catalog so yeah throw all the 80s music in there yeah so why not yeah 
Yeah, but no, but this is this this was a movie that is definitely geared toward. I mean, little kids can see it. It was brightly colored. It was, I'll say, uh, probably out of animation wise, like one of the best looking ones that I've seen in a while. And it was t- colored. We'll, we'll talk about animation here in just a second. Okay, sorry, but no, like yeah, no, 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 be sorry. Um, but no, like yeah, like to question because I think we talked about this in the car ride. Okay. Was your second time seeing this better than the first time? Most definitely. This? Most definitely. Yeah. Like my first time, like there was something up with like this. I don't know if it was the theater because like, it was flicks both times. Mm-hmm. But the first movie, it was low. Like the dialogue was low and the music was low. I don't know. Maybe the, the sound wasn't turned all the way up because I, I saw it at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday morning. And that was probably, no, it was like 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Like, that was probably my issue. I saw it too early on a Saturday. And maybe they were like, kids are going to be here. We shouldn't have it blaring. So, but today we saw it, what, 1030 on a Friday. Yep. And, like, the sound was better. There were maybe a couple things that were a little bit low where, like, it sounded like they boosted the um, the voice audio and, like, kind of turned down the... yeah. Like when Luigi is holding the thing for Mario, it sounds like they boost Luigi up while like the music that was playing just a second ago yeah. is like turned down way low. So yeah. I don't know if like it's a sound mixing thing. Maybe I'm hoping it's better on the 4K. Like when when we get the Blu-ray release, like I'm hoping that'll be a little bit better. But yeah, like I'm I'm right there with you. Like the second time seeing this, a thousand times better than the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, and you were you already know the basic plot of the movie, so. Like you're able to pay attention to things mm-hmm. just kind of in the background, and that benefited me so much as like a person who grew up with Mario just watching it, just because like Mario is playing Kid Icarus when he's, yeah. he's at the house, and then like there's an R wing that's actually on top of the TV, which is reference to Star Fox. Like, like it was like I I honestly can't wait to go back and see it again because I know there's things I missed. They did so well in honoring like the material uh it wasn't hokey like it was just a good family movie yeah and like and like my and i'm just gonna go ahead and give you my review of it like like this is the kid that eight-year-old carl would have loved he would have loved it and honestly stepping back into the theater and watching it a second time i became an eight-year-old again because that's exactly what i remember about mario brothers it's fun it's colorful and it was it was a it was a great movie mm-hmm. i um I'm I'm right there with you. Like the first time was really good. I got the story, everything like that. This second time, I paid attention to mainly. I was like, I want to look at the animation, mm-hmm. the textures for this movie. Give that person a raise or people they deserve all of it. I like the texture on the ground. Yeah, the look of all the clothing for everything. So. I still, to this day, think DreamWorks has it on hair. If it is a hair physic, DreamWorks has it. You cannot beat DreamWorks with hair. That is their claim to fame. I don't care. They can put the most stupid garbage in the world out, but their hair is going to be on point. It's going to look better than anything Disney does. It's going to look better than anything anybody does, mm-hmm. which, I mean, is not really anything for Disney because, I mean, I don't. they've not had anything good for years. But, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's what happens when you recycle the same animation. True. Um, but... Like DreamWorks has hair on lock. Illumination has clothes. Yeah. I like you can see stitching and it's like 
like when on peaches like the best example i have for you is peaches outfit like her racing outfit if you look at peaches outfit she has shoulder pads there you can see the individual stitching on her shoulder pads and it's not perfectly uniform either you can see like where it looks like maybe the kongs were like having to quick make it because like it doesn't match all the way it looks like somebody was making something and then they were like ah shoot i missed the stitch but they like leave it like leave it in there it's like so good i'm like the the, the all the clothes like she has that little uh scarf too yep that she has the texture on the scarf looks amazing like all of the toads, look at the toads bow ties in the council scene. They look like it's like actual silk. The uh, toad toad that, or our boy toad, Kiko Michael Key, look at his pants. They are like linen pants. You can see the drawstring. You can see the stitching around the, like around the, uh, the waist. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who, who was like, yeah. I'm going to do the stitching. Like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you don't see that detail no. in, like, anything. No. They and I'm like, I don't see that detail in live-action movies. No, they didn't cut corners. As a matter of fact, you notice you're talking about, like, the, like, look at Mario and Luigi's mustache, mm -hmm. how detailed that was. And one point that I actually picked up this time that I didn't the first time watching it, um, if you paid attention to Mario's hat, like, his M was embroidered. And yep. you can actually see every single little thread. And I was blown away by that they did not cut corners no that's why i'm like like just all the little textury details in this i'm like bro like when he gets thrown in back into the world and he uh lands in the dirt i'm like even the dirt looks good i also like what they do in that one because like I, I don't know if you caught it but when he fights donkey kong he gets punched around and everything like that totally fine because it's a video game it's yeah. not the real world when he goes into the real world, he gets punched a couple of times by Bowser. He's got bruises. Yeah. He's got everything on his face. He looks like beat to crap. Mm -hmm. When he was literally beat to crap by Donkey Kong, like for a full like five minutes scene. <laughs> and it's like bad. Yeah. And like punched in the face bad. But in this one, like he gets like thrown into like a couple cars and everything. But he's like beat. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good detail. So it's like, yeah, in it's a video game. Like it is not the real world. Like yeah. you can be beat up, but you're gonna get back up again, which I think is makes everything in the real world more significant for Mario because he's like, hey, I got beat up in that world and I'm a hero. I got beat up in this world where I'm nobody. Yeah, and I can still become a good like the hero. And like that's when like, when he does make his turn and walks out of punch outs. Um, I think that's what, you know, gives it like a little bit more of like a, a little bit of flair. And I'm like, yeah, all right, get him, Mario. Well, I, I even I even appreciated like how they kind of set that up, because when he faces off with Donkey Kong, like afterwards, uh, he's talking with Peach because he's victorious over Donkey Kong because he gets the cat power up, which, by uh, the way, horrible. that's a reference from Super Mario 3D World. Matter of fact, I'd really say like 
like representation like if you notice like the paintings in like peach's castle peach's from, big castle was, thing oh that was, was that's from, from galaxy right uh or no uh the in 64 yeah in 64 and like the paintings in there i think was a reference to mario 64 because you jump into the paintings uh peach herself made a reference to super mario galaxy when she talked mm -hmm. about the galaxies and like well there was a there was a what do they call those illumina which was chained up which was psychopathic because but uh, but that's a reference to uh super mario galaxy but uh after that fight with donkey kong uh peach basically uh says to mario you know you take a beating but you still keep getting back up i'm gonna be honest as an 80s kid to me i think that was a reference honestly to another italian who could get beat up and still get back up i think it was a rocky reference and i really think when they transitioned over to brooklyn and in the real world when mario's laying there because he's defeated he's holding his arm and he sees um his brother's, uh, him and his brother's advertisement, he gets right back up, and I think that's just playing on the same theme. Very similar to Rocky. You can take a beating, but this man's gonna get back up. This was definitely, like, an 80s, like, cartoon movie, you know what I mean? Like, this is an 80s movie that is a cartoon. Like, I mean, just look at the Donkey Kongs. Like, I want, I want more of those dudes. Like, that dude... That first one that we meet, that like dude with the white blazer, oh, yeah. I'm like, put him in more things, please. I want him to be in more things. I liked him. He was funny. Um, like, I like, and all the little things too. Like, I liked the fact that they didn't skimp on, I'm not saying that Disney does it, but they do. Um, backgrounds. <laughs> like, when you do background characters, it's the, there are some places that they, and they've gotten better at it. Everybody kind of has. I think again dreamworks is probably one of the best about if it's a background character they were the to me i think one of the first that were like we're gonna make every single background character different yeah we're not going to just cut and paste and put like the same people in here every background character is going to be different we're going to give them a different face different haircut different everything and this one same thing all the the apes and monkeys and different primate whatever species of thing in kong uh i thought that was great like they were all different yeah i thought that was you know fantastic i like the they did give us like diddy kong and uh dixie and i don't know who that other one was that one in the blue i'm sure that's probably one of the other uh, 38 kongs from during the mario kart scene the guy with the glass sunglasses on i think that's funky kong i saw him <laughs> i noticed that just for like just a couple seconds and I was like, I think that's Funky Kong. And, you know, I was I was really impressed with, like, you know, when Princess uh, Peach actually is going with Mario actually to go and talk to the Kong Kingdom. You know, when it zoomed out and saw all those toads, mm -hmm. I was totally impressed with that because I was like, you know, because they all had different multiple colors, yep. to, like caps. Like, none of those looked exactly the same. And I was like, dude, somebody did a lot of work on this. Yeah, I was like, is Toad the only red toad and then i was like oh no there are other red ones <laughs> i was like oh, okay um I, I like like and all the toads too like had different personalities like which i thought was really good too because like some of them are like in the back in the in the back shots like some of them were scared some of them were like yeah uh and they're like well who is this guy you know type of thing like, i thought that was really good like they did a really good job of animation like the anime also the animation's just good lord like yeah illumination don't stop like you guys are doing very well like you've already to me you've already outpaced one of the d's you have to get you know the other d i think is still right there with you mm -hmm. i'll let you guys figure out which d i'm talking about um but yeah like i i'm like right i'm like yeah 
continue to do it like you guys are doing a great job like it looked great the music was fantastic yeah i thought the voice acting was like everyone was like harping on it i'm like there's nothing wrong with the voice acting. no there's not there's i i can't like what do you want like i, I they do make a little joke at the beginning like do you think the italian accents were a little bit too much like this is a little bit fun. and you had the old original mario being like no it's right i'm like mm. Like, is it though? Because, like, honestly, if we would have had that the entire movie, I probably would not have liked it. No. Like, just give him a, a normal voice. Like, the only things that were a little bit uh, was the catchphrases that he would. It, those kind of felt forced, like, like jammed in there. Yeah. Was like the wahoo and you know stuff like that. I thought that was a little bit not good. Yeah, that was kind of that, that. That was that. That to me would have been the one negative thing in the movie was just kind of the the fan service with that because like mario you know in the advertisement he's what we grew up with mm -hmm. you know charles martinette's voice of being mario and then um but 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 and there were moments in the movie where it was just kind of like uh yeah that, that's a little bit forced yeah it's incredibly forced he does a it's a me type of thing and i was like that's a little I don't know. Like, there's just stuff like that where I was like, maybe you don't have to do that all the time. Well, and did you notice? I noticed it the second time that, like, anytime he jumps over something, that they'll slow down time. They'll do that Matrix move, and he says, "Is it Mamma Mia? Is that what he says?" Yeah, he does a Mamma Mia. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I'm kind of not for that. I do like that they gave him the jumps that you get in the newer Mario yep. stuff when he does like the backflip jumps and everything. I thought that was good. I also like how they gave him the T pose run. He and Luigi yeah. when they start running, then they go into the naruto i was like that's mm -hmm. good that's another good one yeah um different things like that i thought were great um we could talk a little bit about the kind of going the voice acting i thought kevin michael richardson was great as like the penguin yeah like the lead penguin because you're like you hear him and you're like yeah it's, that's him that's that guy <laughs> um i love the penguins i was like give me more of the penguins those yeah. guys are super cute like they come out and they're like here on here let's just throw the snowballs like that's adorable <laughs> um i thought the toads were super cute too um he, like, dude, Keegan Michael Key could not tell you that that was him half the movie. Like, there were like maybe a couple times that he said anything that I could get Keegan Michael Key, and I'm like, you do not sound like the guy from Key and Peele. Like, 90% of this movie, you do not sound. No, like that's him. correct. Yeah. Um, Jack Black though, I don't know. He may have stolen it. He kind of stole. The no, show. he did. He did. As a matter of fact, my wife's favorite actor is actually Jack Black. So she's so like right now. If you go home and you turn on our YouTube. Uh, and you flip on YouTube, like Peaches is already there because it's been played multiple, multiple times. Like, and honestly, Jack Black did a great job. Mm -hmm. I really expected it, Jack Black playing Jack Black, but he did Jack Black playing Koopa as Jack Black. So yeah. I really appreciate it. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. And I, like, it was, do you think they made that for? I mean, obviously they would have made that knowing that Jack Black was going to be Bowser. Yeah. Because like. You wouldn't have anybody else like singing at a piano peaches. You know what I mean? Like it works when Jack Black does it. It doesn't work when Dustin Hoffman does it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like, that would be a weird one. Like if you got someone who's like a, you know, like I'm, like, I'm not saying like, like Jack Black is like the best singer out there. Um, but like, like see if you got like a mediocre singer, we'll just have uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. We'll just say off the top of my head. <laughs> 
<laughs> the look on your face. Um, but no, yeah, like if you had like something like that, I'd be like, yeah. no, you wouldn't. That wouldn't. It wouldn't work as well because it, either they're gonna make it too serious, yeah, or they're gonna make it too goofy. But Jack Black has that perfect balance, yeah. of goofy serious, yeah. And you're just like, I believe that this turtle Goomba man is in love with princess peach yeah yeah well and, well and to kind of spin off on that and, and just by the way because i'm just going to go ahead and confess this uh like princess toadstool which that was her name oh, before yeah. before nintendo 60 before mario 64 when they changed her name to peach um uh, well actually they called her both in that but like she peach was toadstool. my first crush she was my first crush and by the way the animation for this was incredible because I got lost in her blue eyes the entire movie. I was that eight-year-old kid again falling in love with Princess Toadstool or Princess Peach again. Her facial expressions in this movie and her body language too yeah. is so well animated. Like when the when that Kong comes by, like when he like opens the door, she does like a Wah! type of thing. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a snap this guy and then I'm gonna hit him. Yeah. And like it's super. Like it's so good. And the and the and the actor and the actress that they got for this, Anya Taylor Joy, she was incredible. She was incredible. I thoroughly loved her interpretation of Princess. I can now completely buy her voice as Princess Peach. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited for more things. It's like I I'm like keep the cast. That cast was great. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm all for like you know what? Do a universe type of movie. I'm fine with that. If you want to if you want a Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Mario Universe, I'm fine with the Mario Cinematic, the better MCU, the Mario <laughs> Cinematic Universe. I would like that. Like you can give me a Luigi's Mansion the story. Absolutely. You can give me a Donkey Kong story. Like I would like if you did a whole. Like, I don't like monkeys. You know this. I hate monkeys. I think they should all be put down. <laughs> they attack people. I don't want them. Get rid of them. Um, but I would watch a Donkey Kong movie because I'm like, man, Donkey Kong was so good in this. Like, I, I liked Donkey Kong. That's why I asked you about Diddy Kong Racing. I was like, is, is Diddy Kong Racing any good? Like, does that have any story in it? Like, uh, Unfortunately, I didn't play that one, so I really don't know, but I know it was a game. I know that. I know it was a game. I know it was a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, like, I'm totally fine with, you know, give me more things like that. If you want to give me, like, a Toad-centric movie, I'll watch a Toad movie. Like, if you do, like, a Lord of the Rings, like, with Toad, like... <laughs> I'll watch that. Like, I, I don't care. I'm all for doing something like that. Like a, a toad, a, uh, one of the, one of the penguins, maybe like a, a dry bones and a shy guy go off on an adventure together. I'll watch that. You see, but what's so great about like this movie, like you're talking about like things they could spin off on. They totally can. I could see where I really believe they're trying to spin off into a Donkey Kong movie, mm -hmm. which would be awesome. I mean, of like, all the worlds, that one is the most fleshed out because like, yeah. we don't spend enough time in the Mushroom Kingdom. No, we don't. We're like, we're there. We do a training montage. We leave. We come back for a fight and then we go to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn is more lived in than the Mushroom yeah. Kingdom. But like of the kingdoms, like definitely Donkey Kong is the most kingdom kingdom that we see. Yeah. Yeah, and I loved, uh, and just to interject just really quick here, I love the play between Mario and Donkey Kong, that mm -hmm. they don't like one another. You know, that was that was fascinating to me uh, within the, uh, just watching that. I was like, that's cool, because that's, that's a Donkey Kong throwback, obviously. That's canon. <laughs> um, yeah, they're not going to like one another. Yeah, I thought it was like, I, like that's why I'm like, give me, I'll take an MCU. Um, 
what I'm what I'm hoping they and this is this is just way out of fan service because you know like in every Mario game there's like the oh there's the cloud like uh the, there's a cloud uh, world there's the ice world and of course fire world is always like uh where Bowser is and by the way when the airship comes in that's the actual airship music from Super Mario Brothers three when you actually get on the airships. I noticed that the second time viewing. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I think what they could do, like, and this is, and understand, this is eight year old Carl thinking about this. They could totally spin this off into talking about, like, you know, they could do like a series uh, in themselves of just like, you know, like focusing on like Cloud World or doing something like that. Kind of like what Disney is doing with the Star Wars, but not effective. But I would totally do that for I would I would watch that for Super Mario Brothers. Like, oh, this is Cloud World, and this is who lives here, who's reigns, this is what's going on. I would totally watch that. Yeah. I'd eat that up. I'm 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 that same way. I want them to not overdo it though. I don't want them to do like Space Jam when they're like, we'll just throw a bunch <laughs> of crap in here because it's crap. Um like I I'm fine. Like I liked when she said, like when Peach does say that there's different worlds yeah. like diff the different galaxies i was like that's obviously setting things up which i'm totally fine with i just don't want them to go to like Star Fox. i don't want them to go to like hyrule or anything like if they do it i want them to do it tastefully not like we warped through a pipe and there just happened to be a pipe in hyrule and now uh mario and luigi are running through kakariko village or anything like that i don't want that to happen so so you're telling me you don't want to see where mario goes into a bar and samus and link <laughs> and link and they're, they're all drinking yeah. <laughs> and like he's talking to samus like samus is a dude and then she takes her helmet off and he's like <gasps> you know <laughs> no i don't want that i don't want that um but I mean, because I'm like, now if they if they decide to do something, I, I don't know how you do a, a Zelda movie though. Like, you gotta have to give Hit a voice. I yeah. mean, because I mean, you can't have Hit have a, not a voice. Well, and let's be honest, like 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 Legend of Zelda, it's a good video game, but really, I think like live action media is much better. Than like because that's high fantasy. That's high yeah. fantasy. So I think if you put out a Legend of Zelda like like movie or even like a series, because I know Netflix courted with that idea like what was it a couple years ago? But the biggest problem is like you have to have an antagonist who is good enough to play and I mean sorry, not antagonist. You have to have a protagonist that is good enough to not have any dialogue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you find that. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not. That's why I think, like, if you do it animation-wise, you have a little bit more of a shot. Yeah. Because then you could have, like, Navi or something, like, talking for him. No, that's, like, that's true. The that's only true. thing. That's the only way that you can do it. But why, you only have Navi in, like, one game, right? Because I... Isn't Navi only in, yeah, like... Yeah, uh, 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 Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it's like, who talks? Nobody talks. Half those games are silent. Um, that's true. Or I guess in Twilight Princess, that helmet thing that helmet fairy pixie thing. oh yeah don't yeah you turn into a wolf in that one yeah you do yeah just you like sonic he turned into a well well and just like just like and i'm again i'm dating myself but like you know that that like not to get way too off topic but like chrono trigger if you ever played chrono trigger which was a square rpg which same guys that made final fantasy like people rate like chrono like the the protagonist of that game so high 
doesn't utter a single word the entire game. Not one. Very similar Does to Samus Link. talk? Samus talks later, though. Yeah. Like, in, like, the other Metroid games that were on, like, GameCube and that well, one and, weird Dooms shooter. Well, one. and let me interject my point about that. What makes me mad about, like, Samus, and I know this has nothing to do with Mario, but, like, they made Samus sexy, and I'm so mad about that because, like, Samus, when I was growing up, it was a surprise when you beat Metroid. It's like, wait a minute, Samus is a girl? That's awesome. Oh, okay. But then Zero Suit Samus came out. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sell. You gotta, like, at this point, they're not kids anymore. Now they're like young adults, and you're like, we gotta sell the Zero Suit Samus. Well, and that's another point in this movie because I, uh, after my wife and I saw the movie, I I looked at her and I was like, did they kind of give peach some junk in the trunk she's like yeah don't you remember that like when the when mario kart Wii came out like she when she was in that track suit on the motorcycle like everyone talked about peach having junk in the trunk and i was like oh come on guys don't do this this is gonna be on a 4chan form. well they, i know it they is. do they do do one shot with her in her suit when her and toad are like we're gonna go fight bowser and i'm like <laughs> we had to do it i do like that they do give her like the the dress float i thought that was yeah that, that was, was awesome i also too like she holds her dress yeah like when she runs and jumps in a couple of scenes i'm like that's really good because yeah. she's in a freaking ball gown yeah so she, it's got to be awkward and well, I, I love that i was like just the, again the little bits of detail well and and i think honestly that's a reference to because isn't that what she does when she jumps in smash brothers i think she does i think she holds her dress i know she does that in uh uh super again the only one that really played super mario brothers deluxe um yeah, like when she runs, she doesn't like throw her arms back. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't Naruto run. She picks up her dress and, and that's how she runs. And she does still do that. Um, she can get that crown. Okay. And then she goes, and okay. She even, because even the jumpier. the one thing that I kind of that they left that's out Toadette that, that gets I was the crown. Yeah, Toadette can get the crown and turn into Peach. That's it. So there's no yeah. So that and then she's like, but like um um Luigi like. In the original games, and I'm sure it's continued up to date, you know, he kind of runs when he jumps because he's a mm-hmm. higher jumper than Mario. I didn't see that in the movie. And well, I mean, that's really jump. He, he jumps two times. Yeah, that's true. In the movie. And like, they're both for like uppercut jump, like uppercut jumps when he hits Bowser. Oh, okay. Those are the only two times he does it. And that's it. So like he doesn't, we don't really get to see. And again, that's my biggest problem with this movie. Like you don't see Luigi do anything. Yeah. Like Luigi is there. Luigi is the princess in the other castle yeah. for this one. That is what this one is. This was not Mario going to save Peach. This was Mario going to save Luigi. And even Luigi gets taken to a different castle. No, that's true. Um, so, like, that's the whole thing. And, like, because, like, there's there's not really a will Mario and Peach, you know, kind of, you know, get together type of thing in this movie. Cause like even when like Donkey Kong's like making fun of Mario about flirting, yeah. Like Peach is just like, uh, like like Toad's like she she would like she would like Mario and you leave him alone and she would definitely choose Mario to date him. <laughs> and she's like, guys, let's get to the thing. And then you're just like, all right. Like she doesn't like flat out go like, hey Mario, let's go, you know, or anything like it. It, it is anything like that. Like it's definitely a they're working. They have a working relationship yeah. with each other. They're both they both have their their own goals to go through which i liked i was like good we don't need a a love story 
this soon anyway. It's not a Disney flick where they're going to fall in love with each other in the first five minutes of well, the movie well, and, and, and get married at the end. Well, and to show off my kind of like nerddom about this, if you ever watch the Super Mario Brothers anime that happened like during the mid 80s, um, there is a uh, there is a dog that is with the entourage where Mario and Luigi and Princess Toadstool are there. There's this dog, and this dog turns out like at the end of the movie that he's actually a prince from another kingdom that was turned that way by by Bowser. And so at the end of the movie, he turns back into a prince, and that's actually Princess uh, Peach's like like that's who the person she falls in love with. So I thought maybe I was like, oh. You guys really did your homework, but what did you expect when Shigeru Miyamoto, the man himself, is involved in that? Because I was like, oh, okay, because that's kind of been an X Files thing, you know, the entire thing of more yeah, of like Super Mario, you know, whether how did he's going to get there? Yeah, it's a, because you know everyone's like, oh, come on, him and Peach are going to get together. And it's like, no, that's no, no, no. Once you get once you mix that in, then the, then the series is over because yeah, can't do that. But I thought that maybe that was like a, a very very small reference to the Super Mario Brothers anime that came out that was only in Japan uh like I think that was like 85 86 I could be wrong about that I'm gonna have to look that up because that sounds yeah. super fun yeah um I will say baby peach was freaking adorable oh. she was like I've seen the baby Mario baby Luigi from the super baby Mario move like a uh, game mm -hmm. stupid like dumb um look like walls and chromic characters <laughs> <laughs> Um, they should be playing in Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, like little baby Peach, I only come in, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Like, <laughs> give give me a baby Peach movie. She's adorable. Um, but no, now I want to find out who Dog Prince is. Mario Dog Prince. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I saw it once. That, that was probably. Oh, good lord! I saw a bad uh, dubbed version of it. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was only in Japan, like, yeah, but, but I was impressed how they honored that, you know, like, oh, you know, these two characters are not going to get together and you're exactly correct. They just kind of work together. Oh, and, he's cute. Yeah. He's got blue hair. Bro. Yeah. His dog is ugly though. Him as a dog is kind of, oh no, it's very ugly. As they leave the prince and princess, as they leave the prince and princess to their happily ever after. Aru Reef. Oh wait, this is. What is this? Shortly afterwards, Peach understands that the two must return to the shop and thanks them for all they've done. And they reply that they will happily come back to rescue. <laughs> come back to the rescue should the need arise. As they leave, the prince and princess to their happily ever after. Haru reaffirms his gratitude. I'm like, so his name is Haru. That's fun. comes back to the rescue. That sounds like he turned back into a dog. Well, no, no, no. Uh, in, in the, that's if Mario and like she's talking to Mario and Luigi. Oh, and, like, okay, and Luigi okay. Like, if you guys need us again, we'll come back. And you're like, all right. His name is Kit Kibidango. Is his like dog name, and then his human name is Haru Oji. Haru Oji. And then definitely yeah, like, not the same. Kibidango. <laughs> Is the, is the blue dog i mean look he's so cute bro he's got, he's got this blue hair and he's got a he's got a cute little like necklace uh, actually if you look at that that's basically kind of an opposite palette of what princess peach wears you know little puffy things with the it's yeah, basically an opposite yeah. palette so yeah they were made they together. have the same crown too like yeah oh i think her has hers has three jewels in it and i think his just has just one 
I which I don't know if that's a reference. I it's probably watch not. This now. No, it's. I mean, the Super Mario Brothers Peach Kimi. Oh my gosh, it's all in Japanese. <laughs> I don't want to like accidentally say things. Peach Hime. Dude, dig for a dub. There's a, there's a dub out there. Kyoshutsu Dai Sakusen. But his name is Kibirango. <laughs> well, and what's I want to make my next D&D character, Kibirango. <laughs> well, and like, and like, um, you know, again, not, not trying to pick up uh, the references again, but just like, you know, just like the advertisement, that was the Super Mario Brothers rap from the series that debuted. Yeah, I was wondering, like, that looked like the series like the animated series type of yeah. thing that they were going to um i don't really pay attention to music in movies like the the score and everything i liked this one because they add things in here like 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 obviously they do that in the um the piano scene but whenever uh like bowser does they they do that yeah they play little bits like that like as like part of the actual score mm -hmm. and it's not like super in your face intense either no it's not it's just like here's a little background yeah like it's really interesting well and i think part not really like a theme either because yeah. like you know how like usually like bowser has a theme yeah where it's like it's just like a little bitty snippet of it it's not the whole thing which i really really liked well and i think that's part of because uh i know shigeru miyamoto was a big, huge part of it but if you noticed from the musical side koji kondo was part of that and he's like the man at Nintendo. So I think they really incorporated him and he's got an excellent ability to take like from going just standard orchestration, something that sounds cinematic and then will incorporate like a video game motif in an, very subtle way and it was it was it was well done. Now there were some motifs, musical motifs that I noticed that were just kind of like blaring like they did play i think when mario and peach exited the castle they played the uh after the firework music yeah. i noticed that and to me that was blaring but everything else like when mario and luigi fa fall down well, I mean, like that's, in Brooklyn, that's kind of like canon because i mean like the ba -ba 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 -ba, no, no, it's like that's kind of like well that's what happens when you do yeah yeah when you exit thing, the castle right? when you leave, yeah. but that was the only one that kind of just stood out to me probably because of the fanfare of it but like everything else was just so subtly added and well it was, not it was really great. the dk route that one's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one's definitely in your face <laughs> I'm really surprised that showed up. I mean, I'm going to be honest. That Donkey Kong 64 game is not good, but I'm glad they referenced it. I mean, the Donkey Kong rap is so cringe. It was great. <laughs> the best part like, is, is when on those, uh, uh, they do the mashups, when they're like, every time Donkey Kong, say, like they, every time they say Donkey Kong in the DK rap, we increase it by... Like a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's just like the video's 22 seconds long <laughs> for this four minute rap. <sighs> and you're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Or like, I think it's when they just say Kong. So, because then you, cause oh, you got yeah. Diddy and Diddy and they create, like, you say all the Kongs in there. And it's just like, Brr. it's really good. Um, I, I love stuff like that, like when they do. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know anything about Donkey Kong other than like Diddy wears a hat and. <laughs> Yeah, and there's Dixie Kong. you can Kong. swap in between the two of them. Yeah, and I know Cranky Kong. That's the, the Donkey Kong Country, which came out. Oh, and I can't exactly remember. 92, 93, maybe even later, because that was rare uh, that made that. Uh, and, like, they, they they incorporated Cranky Kong in that, so I was impressed with that. Um, 
Yeah, which which he's Fred in the Armisen, mo- Cranky yeah, Kong. He's also in the movie as well, which which was pretty awesome. The, like like the they did not Universal did not drop the ball on this at all. And what I'm thoroughly impressed with, and Jane actually, um, excuse me, my wife and I actually had to look into is like Toad starts cooking so that Mario can get into the castle. And like if you watch any of the stuff, because at uh, Universal uh, at the parks they've got that. Uh, what is that? Super Nintendo World is that mm-hmm. they're calling it? And or actually, like just Nintendo, or yeah. Whatever. But like, they've got a pavilion or a restaurant where it's Toad cooking. Yep, like Toad's Cafe or whatever. And he's, yeah, they've got the big like screen thing, and it's Toad making everything. And then I think Bowser comes in sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which I, which my wife and I looked up. Apparently, is a reference to Paper Mario. I never played Paper Mario to be quite honest. So like. So like I, I just would have, but Etsy. But but I thought that was like interesting in and of itself because like okay, and I know it's you, you could look at it as as I walked into this movie. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was gonna be a cash grab. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a poor cash grab, or I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna be like, man, you disenfranchised me from something that has like been integral and part of my life for such a long time. But they didn't, and I was so so proud of how they honored the source material and what they did with it. And even if pointing to the parks that way is like pandering or like, or like a cash grab, I didn't even mind it. I didn't even mind it. Yeah. Like there is like the, the, they have the three blocks at universal where, you know, you can go and you can punch the thing to get the thing. And the toads were punching the three blocks to get the coins. I was like, that is definitely a Super Mario, a a Nintendo Land or whatever it's called. And by the way, another reference that I picked up this time when they're doing the three of those, uh, I believe that's actually the music from like, and if you guys played Super Mario Brothers 3, there's like those toad houses you go into and you're able to pick three things. I believe that was the music from those. I noticed that. And then toad also, because you notice he's picking up a whistle that's also a reference to Super Mario Brothers 3 of like where you can do where you can go behind the thing and get these secret whistles that actually teleport you because he plays it during the scene when Mario and Peach are where they're in that um, next to that tree with all those uh, flower yeah, powers. The flute. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was nice. Uh, I thought that was good too. Like just a little bit of like we're going to play this like ambiance music and it's actually just going to be Toad playing the ambiance. Yeah. It's like it's cute. It's cute. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, I I was not like we definitely need to go to the we need to go to Universal so we can go get those Japan, not the not the American one because I don't yeah. they, they won't sell it for that price. But I want to eat that. Cheese oh, the cake. cat the caps. I want to eat one of those caps like the cap crepe pancake thing with the cheesecake and the grapes. I want that so much. I want it so bad. Well, if you look at any of the, like the uh, like uh, the the stuff they've talked about out of Japan, and I mean it makes sense. Think about it, because we tend to think, oh, you know, Mario is you know grew up playing it, not an American product. It's not. It's Japanese. So obviously they're going. But to he's put, from Brooklyn. <laughs> so so they're going to put a lot of more emphasis and effort. You know, you go over to Universal over there. They're going to be like, that's going to be a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas over here in Universal, like, and I mean, I'm not trying to speak for Universal. I don't know, but they're going to incorporate most of the stuff. But like, from as far as I'm food, I want to go over to Japan. Their food looks much better. Over oh, there. it does. Like, I mean, well, I mean, the Mario food like in in Hollywood looks good too. Because I'm like, you see it and you're like. I want to eat that little block thing. Yeah. That little toast block thing. I want to eat that. I want to like, all the food looks really, really good. 
and like listening to stuff like people aren't saying like it's bland or anything like that yeah. which honestly my when when i was in kind of like because i had uh uh annual passes to universal and disney we would go to disney more just because that was closer yeah but i loved going to universal way more because you could do with a whole entire park in a day which is brilliant um and you don't get tired either because again everything is like the majority of the stuff is inside it's in the air conditioning so even when you're in the hot california heat it's like you're still fine mm -hmm. you're, you're great even it's like 80 degrees outside you're back in the shade you're cool you're and half the stuff at Universal, they throw water in your face. Like they always, they have spritzy stuff. That's like, awesome. Like most of the rides, it's spritzing you in the face. That's awesome. Like when you go and like the longest ride there is uh, the backlot tour. So you go on the backlot because that's forty minutes long. In the backlot tour, because like you're gonna be like you're in an open cart and you're going driving out in the heat. It's like you go into plenty of buildings. And they do little things for you, like the King Kong one. They take you into it, and you, it's a King Kong ride in there. And they're like, there's dinosaurs and everything, and like they're like spitting at you because it's supposed to be like dinosaur spit, but they're spritzing you with water while you're inside. Um, you get spritzed with water when they do the, uh, um, what was that one movie with the earthquake? When they do oh, earthquake, yeah. uh, they're spraying you with water in earthquake, not like you're going to get drenched, but it's a, it's a refreshing spray. And I'm like, mm -hmm. they don't do that at Disneyland. Like you, you wait in line for, you know, 120 minutes to ride <laughs> Peter Pan, which is a 37 second ride. Yeah, it is. And you're like, Oh, we waited for that. Oh, I mean, I guess it was cool, but I got to sit down for a little bit. That was the, that was the best part about Peter Pan. I sat down for like two minutes and then I was done. Well, let's just let the Mario cat out of the bag. I mean, let's be honest. This like, w with the movies and what Universal's doing right now, I really think this is their renaissance phase of when they really come into it. Because, like, um, my wife is a huge Disney fan. She loves going to the parks, but the parks have risen up so much in price. Mm -hmm. It's it's Her and I can't go, but Universal, we could go to Universal for a week and spend a fraction of what you're doing at Disney. And for families, you know, that's a great alternative. I really think that, like... This is the time where Universal's really rising to the challenge. It may be cheaper to fly to Japan, go to Universal Tokyo, like Universal Japan for like four days and come back than it would be to have an entire week's worth of staying on resort at Disneyland. Yeah. Or Disney World. Yeah. Even. Like it's got it. I would love to price check that, but yeah. I would be willing to bet. Cause I mean, even if you're, cause you're going to have to fly either way. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be willing to bet it would probably be cheaper to fly to Japan. So maybe we do that. You got your passport. We can get it. Yeah, we can get you. I'm, Let's I, go. I got my passport. I, th Let's I go. don't think mine goes out until like 2030. Um, cause I, they're like for 10 years, right? I believe so. Yeah. Years. Yeah, so yeah. Cause I got mine in 2019. So I guess 2029. So, so we got time. We got time to save. We got time <laughs> to go. Um, I mean, it's also like to renew it. It's like three minutes. Um, but no, yeah, I'm I'm excited uh, for more Mario stuff. I, I want um, again. I want an MCU. I would love to see more. Um, we do do a thing: pass, stream, rent, or buy. So what would you what would you do on this one? Would you stream it? Would you pass on it? Would you rent it? Or would you buy this movie? I would, uh, I would definitely buy it. It is. I would. It, it is. It is like when the day one it comes out, I'm gonna go buy it. 
And Josh, you already know me. If it's got Mario on it, I'm most likely going to buy it. I mean, how many Mario backpacks do I have in my house? I can think of three off the top of my head. I know for sure you've had at least three Mario or Nintendo wallets. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I know you got those. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you have one custom painted green Mario, or, or not, not, it wasn't green, the Mario uh, castle. Yep. That somebody, some loser gave you. No, that, that, <laughs> no, Josh gave them to me and they were awesome. They still, as a matter of fact, all my amiibos are actually around those. That makes me, that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I'm same thing. I'm, I'm a buy on this one. I want to watch the, I want to watch the, the extended features on it. I want it in 4k cause I want to watch it on the, on the OLED. Cause I'm like, it was great seeing it from afar at flicks. Yeah seeing it up close on an oled that those colors are going to pop and i'm like oh it's going to be so good yeah. so i am i'm all for that the the only thing that i could say like and this is this is being super super critical okay you got to understand this is this is a guy from the bleachers like saying something negative about the movie i felt like the whole story of it like honestly felt like it was chopped up into blocks like it was one concept to another okay let's they've got to get from one place to another so let's introduce the carts and it's not that i minded that but it just like from a whole continuity it didn't feel that organic now i know this movie has to incorporate a bunch of ideas so i can understand where like it felt blocky at certain times well the games that... kind of feel blocky too because yeah. i mean like if you play, you know, like any of the other Mario games, like in in uh, uh, 64, you're jumping through mirrors. And like, that's the plot point. No, it's that's like true. You jump through the mirror and you're like, all right, here you go. So it's like you're different. So, and like each world, too, is like a different like, mm. boom. Everything that you had in that previous world is not in this world. Or it's like we add on through the different worlds. So it's like when you get to the ice world. It's like, oh, you no longer get fire, but you get the ice things. And then, but then when you go into like, I don't know, uh, the, the fish world, it's like, oh, now you can have ice. Like fire's not going to do anything because it's underwater. So you get to use the, the ice yeah. instead of the fire. So like well, different little things like that. Like I, I kind of, I, I get what you're saying too. And like, I, I definitely see that. Cause I mean like, yeah, like Kong's just like, let's use carts. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Which, which I mean, understand that's a super critical view because at the end of this it's a kids movie mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a movie for specific like for for people from uh specifically love mario you like you're gonna think this is great it, like little kids are gonna think to this great you know it's not like i'm trying to sit down this is not the crucible where you know i'm going through everything and it's got to be this way and has to be you know like a mature thought it's it's mm -hmm. not this is a fun family movie very much so uh, Carl, thank you for coming on and uh, chatting with me. Thank you, Josh. Again. Absolutely. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find uh, Carl. Do you want to promote your your social media? Uh, I really am not on I social media. Like, oh, really. <laughs> no, but if you want to send me an email, it's baptistmonk at aol dot com. Just all run on because I'm an old man still have an AOL account. I'm surprised like you still have that. It still oh, works. I'm surprised they didn't shut that down. I, I still use it to this day. They down from you. They're like, they're like, no. That really will be the death of my childhood when they, when they, they shut they that go, down. It's like, AOL is gone. <laughs> be like, ah. um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh O'Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom. On Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. Um, check out our anime content on the Anime Book Club. 
All of our episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Carl, again, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thank you, man. All right. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Carl. Trust the fungus.